okay. Oh my god! I gotta find my research real quick. My stomach a bunch of has it. been so funky the last day, and I'm I I know this drink won't help it. But you know what? Yeah, I, I started. I think it's gonna just I, make my mom happy. I'm telling you, I started thinking about it when I was doing. It. I was like, I don't want to hurt Amy, so <laughs> I was like, but I'll make I'll make them really small. And it's just, I'm sorry, it's too perfect. It's so perfect, and it's warm on my hands. Yeah, and because it's like rainy and cold outside, it is. Mm. It's so perfect, you guys. We lucked out so, so much. So hardcore. We knew this is the, basically our Halloween episode because it's coming out right before. Yep. So yep. happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Uh, we are dressed as slutty podcast uh, hosts. Yes, we yeah. are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the microphone is very suggestive. Mm, very, uh, very. It is just, we're just stereotypical. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> slutty podcast hosts. <laughs> I love that. Everyone, like... <laughs> In high school and college, is like the sluttiest version of anything you possibly can be. Yeah. I'm trying to I love the tag the, out of my shirt. It's itching me. Yeah. You know what? We're here for maximum comfort today. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Like, so we're recording pretty far in advance. But so right now, today, uh, on the day that we're recording this, it's rainy and yeah. it's so perfect and it's gloomy. Mm-hmm. And also, a little bit of advice. If you get a new car, figure out how the windshield wipers work before <laughs> you're driving in rain for the first time. <laughs> uh, it was so funny. My good friend, Crystal, let me borrow her car and... And I've never driven it before. And so I'm going up to Burbank and it starts uh, lightning and raining. And I was like, of course, course. it's been a little while since I've driven. I'm driving a new to me car. And now it's raining for the first time in Los Angeles in months. And like so long. I I don't think we've had rain since like March maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, it's been awful. No, you know what? I know it was raining in June because I kept walking uh, when we were first – Oh, I would yeah. every it would happen on a Thursday because I would have a meeting on Thursdays and I'd get up to leave and be like, "What the hell?" Like weird. I didn't realize yeah. it rained on, in June. That's the only reason I remember is because I kept trying to walk to you know a mile away and I'd get up right. and I'd be like, "Son of a bitch." Weird. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't raining in the valley. Oh, could yeah, have been. Could yeah. have been. Could have been just that Hollywood rain. Yeah. So the tears of stars that never made it. <laughs> That's is that where wash up stars go? Is the valley? <laughs> I think and then you, they cry and it goes yeah. over the hill okay. and into Hollywood. That's and just that's, science. That's why it rains in Hollywood more. That's why we have flash yeah. floods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's like you start your career in the valley and then you end it there too. Yeah. I like the that. circle of life. It's interesting. It's, yes. it's, it's literal highs and lows. You know, you move to the hills when you're – Peaks and valleys. You know, that's life. See, we're in the valley right now and eventually we'll, we're going to like obviously live in the hills. I already picked out my house on realtor.com. It's 4.5 mil. Okay. It's everything. Yeah. And and then, you know, we will retire back in the valley again. And See, that is just the way it will be. I need to have two homes at least mm. because I need my like all the time home. But like I need a weekend place on the beach. I'm not making yes. that commute on the daily. No. But... And I'm not looking for an Airbnb or a hotel. Like no. I, I don't want to drive home after a nice day at the beach. I, I want to like hang. Yeah. I want – my own stuff. Yeah. I want fish tacos on my patio yes. and watch the sunset. I want fish tacos on your patio too. Well, I'll invite you as soon as I get that house in Malibu. Why, thank you. You're very welcome. This is the kind of hospitality that you can expect on Banshees and, and Booze, a paranormal podcast with a shot of liquid courage. And okay, this whole conversation let's started discuss. about this drink, so let's get back let's to discuss. it. Look at how my marshmallows melting. I flipped mine <laughs> upside down, so I've got like the pockmarky thing. How did what? Yeah, do it. Now it's all Dude, soaked up. Yeah, that's so cute. So you guys, we decided um, to break a little bit with tradition because we're so strict about our podcast. Um, and since this is the Halloween episode, we decided to tell some campfire stories. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm so scared. So this time we're not necessarily doing, you know, research into actual paranormal activity. We looked up some super scary stories to try to scare the pants off of each other. And let me just say the first one i found 
scared me so bad. I literally texted Amy and was like, you're going to poop yourself. I'm <laughs> already ner- I already have a nervous stomach. I I'm My so stomach excited. was super weird yesterday and this uh-huh. morning it's still being weird. And I was like, great. We record in a professional podcast studio, but in uh-huh. someone's apartment. I'm like, yeah. if oh, I have no. to shit my, br- my brick, what? <laughs> if I have to if shit- you have to brick your shit out. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm trying to say... <laughs> Don't make me poop myself. <laughs> I won't. I'll do my best. Because we're in someone's home. It's embarrassing. Yeah, no, I understand. But don't worry, I haven't eaten. So ah, there's nothing in me great. to shit out. I'm no longer worried. Um <laughs> I'll just shit air, which is also known as a fart. <laughs> Happy Halloween. <laughs> Trick or treat. <laughs> shit, fart, or shart. <laughs> Okay. Yes, you can. All right. Uh, Here we go. Let's drink. Do go on with this drink, please. please. Now I can't wait to describe this hot chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) With the floating brown marshmallow. Uh Okay. So this is some boozy hot chocolate. I looked up some recipes and it really recommended going with Kahlua. And then I went to Trader Joe's to buy it the other day. And look what they had. I took a picture. Tell the people what it is, Amy. Oh, Bless you, Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. A pumpkin spice cream liqueur? It's basically pumpkin spice Kahlua. The greatest gift yep. you could ever have, especially on a day like this. I mean, so I took... Oh, I, I'm going to drink So it's hot this. chocolate and pumpkin spice Kahlua, and then I popped some marshmallows on there. It is fucking camp time, Let's girl. do this. Cheers. Cheers to Campfire Tales. Oh, my gosh. I hope it's mm. good. Oh no, this is the best drink we've oh, ever had on this podcast. Oh my god. Oh no. Oh dear. I'm drinking all of this. Me too. There's a little more too. Oh my <laughs> god, it's so good. Well. Oh no. Sorry to our engineer, I might use your bathroom. <laughs> I know, I was like, I wanted, to, I was going to look for the almond milk Baileys, you know? And then I was like, this oh, is, well, yeah. we're just going to. We're doing this. We are doing this. It's oh my god. so good. And it's like the perfect temperature right now too. Oh my gosh. I'm thrilled. I'm going to okay. make these a lot more. I know. I'm going to get that whole bottle. <laughs> right? I'm going to go to Trader Joe's and buy that. Mm-hmm. Dang, girl. Oh, I'm Dang. so glad you like it. I love it. This is the perfect breakfast. Um, <laughs> I have a question for yes. you. Okay. Look, I see you all the time. We record a podcast together. What the hell have you been up to lately, Amy? I've been so fucking busy. I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. Our table's totally reversed. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tammy's now working a full-time job, yeah. and I am not working. And <laughs> this is the way it always should have been, though. Yeah. You're you you're thriving, and I'm thriving. Great. So, okay. So, starting with October 1st, I, I'm going to go through every <laughs> single day. Thank you. Please, Um, can you Brett Kavanaugh out your calendar for me? <laughs> <laughs> I I, uh, decided that October would be, you know, because my I was like, once I get the clear from my doctors, like once I can stop panicking, I still panic all the time. Every night I think I'm dying. I think my lung is recollapsing. So Mm -hmm. I'm still working on that. But every day since October 1st, I have exercised. Wow. I've done my (gasps) push-ups. Push-up challenge. I've meditated. And I do something creative every day. Like what? So Ithamar and I are working on a little, like a pitch that someone that he works with at a studio like requested. So we've been working on that. And then I've been writing on my, my own Yes, and just enjoying life. Honestly, it's been so nice to like, just have the time to like talk to Stan, my old neighbor and not Aww. feel like I don't have time for you, Stan. Yeah. And they sit and have a conversation with people and just like, ah, oh, it's been so Nice. Yeah. I feel good. I'm cooking. I made muffins. They're paleo, of course, of course so I wouldn't bring them here. Thank and- you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for respecting my boundaries. <laughs> so I've just been, you know, just just enjoying that. I had an audition yesterday. I started self-submitting myself because I'm like, what the fuck? Whatever. Yeah. I got headshots done, but they're not retouched yet. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I just used my old headshots and um, yeah, I self-submitted. I was like, I need this amount of money this month. And then 
I auditioned for this job that paid literally that amount, but wow. we'll see. That's also the audition I showed up to having like explosive diarrhea. So oh, great. yeah, they probably don't want me ever back again, but well, you know, I, I mean, fucking racked it though. Did you do it in the room? Or? Yeah. In the room. In oh, my pants. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Now and then I, I just it. let the smell just, yeah. Was it, well, you know what? I didn't even mean to do this. Last night, I went to leave the our very fancy office space, mm-hmm. and I was getting ready to leave, and one of the girls ran up and was like, don't go through the lobby. I was like, what? She's like, go straight to the garage. I was like, I don't have a car. I have to go through the lobby. She goes, a homeless guy walked in, pulled down his pants, and took a shit off the floor. <laughs> And I was like, what? And they were like, yeah. And the custodians are gone. So the security guys just poured a bunch of water all over. So now there's shit all over the floor. Ew. Ew. And I had just had a fight with a security guard earlier that day who lied to my face about letting somebody onto the floor. And so I was like, that is some quick acting karma. You lied to yep. my face about that, and then you had to clean up a homeless guy's shit. But and by cleaning it, you just made it watery it around. now. It looks like diarrhea. Exactly. Yeah. So luckily- Was so it I, me? I, I, I waited, and then as I was coming down the elevator, I just took like a big breath and then just like ran. I didn't really look. Oh my God. Um, you didn't look? I'm amazed. I think I might have I just had to look. needed- I need- I was like- it's Friday. I need to not see a pile of home. You know what? I walked I walked to work. I saw many piles of poop on my way to work. It's Hollywood, baby. Yeah. Just a land of shit and tears of stars from the valley. Yeah. Uh, how have you been? I've been so great. I'm busy. Exa- I'm t- more tired than I've been in a very long time, but I'm happy. And it's like, I'm, like we said, I'm the opposite where I'm way better at like responding to people and getting what you know when my time is really precious and limited I'm I feel like I'm a much better communicator and I'm able more to enjoy that kind of stuff you know what I mean like um obviously I'm not able to text a whole day like I was before in some capacities but at the same time it's not like my phone doesn't blink and then I go like oh gosh you know Mm -hmm. you know like oh you know how it is. Like, oh yeah, yeah. It's so nice, like having a purpose. And and frankly, I've been I've been getting ready for this vacation I'm going on. I'm going to be gone for two weeks, and it's like I'm so excited about it. Like the way the job worked out, the timing could almost not be worse. <laughs> and it's no one's fault, and we're all like, you know, like my boss is thrilled that I'm going. You know, mm-hmm. but it is like. I have to set up so many things in like 10 days, Yeah, you know? So I finally like got some help hired and I'm starting to see the light where I will be able to leave and be out of contact for a while and maybe things will not explode. I ran the payroll. (laughs) Woo! Money! phone went hi you have money this morning and i was like it wasn't supposed to be till monday and i got my money so good i'm so excited i'm so happy i mean guys life is working out for both of us at the same time it was that's usually not the case you know what's gonna happen this is gonna be our viral episode too i can feel it it's gonna go you want to know why because i'm gonna shit myself because we talked about shit so much (laughs) People are going to be like, have you guys listened to this poop podcast? Last week it was boobs or was it I yeah. know, one of them? Oh, yeah. Or maybe it's next week. It's we, always about <laughs> boobs. Boobs and shit. Yeah. You know, but the podcast is supposedly about ghosts. But we're getting to it. We're getting to it. Um, How are we going to do first? this? I'm so scared of your story that because I had known nothing about it that I almost want to like rip the bandaid off and just get just <laughs> just fucking telling me. But mine probably won't be nearly as scary. So what do we do? Ease um, our way in? I also, let's see. I, I pulled a shorter one too, just in case. Like we need. And I have a little bit time. of an up ghost and personal from Roslyn. Oh, that's right. Our out of house bartender. Oh yeah. Um, she. I thought this was like the perfect up ghost and personal for yeah. this. It's yeah. just based off of some texts. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Um, I think you should go first. Okay. Yeah, and then I'll go, and then we'll do up ghost, and then if we want to throw in a quickie, we can okay. if we feel like it. Okay. It's gonna be fine. Take take some. Okay, oh please don't poop take myself. some hot please chocolate. Don't yeah, Amy, don't poop. Okay, Amy, don't poop. All right. <laughs> was that a baby comeback? It was. Good okay. job. <laughs> no, good job on you. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> oh 
gosh. Okay, ready? Okay, I'm so I'm ready to be scared. Let's okay. do it. I'm so excited. It's, rain. it's rainy. It's, it's rainy. I'm starting to sweat already. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing a white t-shirt with a black sports bra. It's very sexy. I'm wearing my uh, favorite sweater that is like net. I like, like netting. It. So it's both warm, but also I've got some ventilation. Oh. Oh, duh. I should have thought of that. I bought this at JCPenney about seven years ago. So bless you, pennies. Yep. So of course I got my story on Reddit. Me too. Awesome. I did not see yours, but because thank okay. goodness you told me what it was I called. I told you what it was called, yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is from Reddit user Warring Brood. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so it's a little, it's a little, it's a story. Um, so I'm going to have to like do some voices of different characters so we know who's talking. It's basically this guy, the names were changed. This guy, Andrew, is talking to his parents. So he's talking to his mom and his dad. So they all kind of chime sure. in on this story. This is where our theater degrees come through, Amy. <laughs> Always auditioning. I definitely was reading it in my head performatively when I was reading through it. So I think we're ready to go. Oh, here we are then. Here we are. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. Okay, so uh, this is from Andrew. Back before I was born, my mom and dad's neighbor, Richard Snyder, who they adored, moved out and new neighbors quickly moved in. Dad says there was something off about the new neighbors. They were constantly smiling. I mean, 24-7. The smiles never left their faces. And they were wider than bedsheets. Like, they never went outside or something. And then Dad says, they just looked different. That's the only way I can describe it to you. Oh, I didn't do a dad voice. They just looked <laughs> different. That's uh, the only way I can describe it to you. <laughs> Dad's Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> I mean, what's the deal with the white <laughs> smiley people, you know? Cherry! <laughs> uh, okay. Um, so uh, the parents, Andrew says, his parents didn't just write these neighbors off. My parents aren't like that. After they were situated in their new home, my mom baked them cookies. I'm just thinking of my Jerry Seinfeld voice now. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Okay. After the new neighbors were situated in in their new home, my mom baked them cookies and they both went over to introduce themselves. The new neighbors answered the door shoulder to shoulder, the thin-lipped smiles still plastered on their pale faces. My dad said they looked exhausted, but the grins still stayed. Hey, how hey, how are you? We live right next door. We thought we would uh, introduce ourselves and welcome you to the neighborhood. Thank you. Please come inside, sir and ma'am. We like you and you are welcome here always. Oh my God. Weird. Uh, My parents stayed for about an hour and during that time, barely any words were exchanged. They both tried taking questions or asking questions about their careers, previous locations, etc. But the only things the neighbors said were very short and vague. The questions were never reciprocated and they sat on their couch shoulder to shoulder the entire time, even when my parents left their house. We sort of waited for them to walk with us to the front door, but they just sat there. Okay, that's really, really strange, I said. I'm going to do a non-Jerry Seinfeld voice for this one. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't and mean to make you self-conscious. I can't stop it now. Uh, Andrew, listen to us. That is just scratching the surface of who these people really were. The weeks that followed were surreal and terrifying. We decided uh, we all we are just going to tell you everything, but you have to promise us you won't get scared. Oh, come on, Dad. Come on, Dad. Come on, Jerry. Uh, I should have just walked out of the room at this point. Uh, So, things started to become odd uh, the third day after the neighbors moved in. Before, uh, Before all of their boxes were even unpacked, the husband began painting their house exactly like my parents'. Theirs was a light cream color with a thin blue stripe around the parameter. God, I should do this on an iPad, too, so you don't hear it. I mean, happy for the ASMR folks. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, that's true. Oh, perimeter, not parameter. So it's a cream color with a striper on the perimeter. Mm -hmm. And by the end of the day, so was the house next door. Apparently, my parents didn't bring it up right away. The next day, my dad was out mowing the lawn, and so was the man. He was wearing the same hat and using the same brand and model of mower. No, what? No. What? So dad says... That upset me, so I sort of confronted him about it. I wasn't aggressive or anything, but I insinuated how there was no way that was just a coincidence, especially since he had painted his house like mine the day before. He just looked at me with that ominous smile and didn't say a word. It was weirding both of us out, so we watched them intently for a few weeks. It just got more and more insane as the days went by. 
A week after the house painting incident, the neighbors next door uh, decided to purchase a new vehicle. And you guessed it. It was the same car as my parents. A 1987 BMW 3 Series convertible in red. Fancy. That's a nice car. Dang. Okay. It's just the 80s. BMWs were so hot. Oh, yeah. So hot. Goes really well with that blue trim, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ooh, yeah. I think <laughs> they said this. Where was this? Oh, this was like around Seattle. The, oh, okay. like That area. You know, you always need a convertible in Seattle. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Oh, that was the straw that broke the camel's back, so to speak. The next day, my dad invited himself over to ask them some questions. I just tagged – oh, this is mom. I just tagged along for the ride, my mom said. I was just curious as to what they had to say about all of this. When they got there, the neighbors opened the door shoulder to shoulder, just like last time. Their smiles were wider than ever. Mm-hmm. Welcome back, sir and ma'am. Ugh. Yeah, okay. Can we talk for a second? I just need to ask you guys some things. Yes, please. Come in. They stepped inside and sat down with them. We were just wondering why you're, like, copying us. I honestly just want to, to uh, mind my own business, but it's getting kind of weird. Wouldn't you agree? They paused for a minute, looked at each other, and responded, We like our neighbors. We like you. My dad noticed something was upsetting my mom at this point. Her face went flush and she grabbed his leg. What's wrong? She whispered to him under her breath. James, we need to get out of here. We need to leave right now. Uh, Sorry, guys. We need to go. My wife isn't feeling very well. They left in a hurry. My dad was flustered with my mom, asking her what the fuck was going on and why she got so upset all of a sudden. They got home and she slammed the door. Jesus Christ, James. Jesus Christ. What the hell's the matter? Can you please just tell me? My mom is almost in tears at this point. James, I looked into their bedroom. They had the door wide open. James, they have the same fucking bedroom as us. The comforter on their bed was the same pattern. They have the same curtains on their windows, and they have the same nightstands that we do. How the fuck would they know that? They've never been to our house before. What the fuck? Are you being serious right now? James, have they been inside our house? So... Andrew, the son, asks, why didn't they just go back there and actually confront them or call the police or something? But they told me, uh, Andrew, they told me they were just kind of in the denial stage. They didn't want to believe this was actually happening, but they knew it was. They knew exactly what was happening. Uh, Neither of them got very much sleep that night. Right before they went to bed, my dad set up an old VHS camcorder on a table in the corner of their room facing their bedroom. Oh, God. Uh, facing their bedroom door. I mean, hot, but right. Oh, the door. Okay. I just, <laughs> I just had to know. He said. <laughs> I mean, VHS recorders in the eighties were anything but discreet. Oh yeah. I my, mean, <laughs> my grandma had the one that goes on your shoulder. Yeah, that's what yeah. we had. The, mm-hmm. Oh, we called her Big Bessie because even in the eighties she was giant. It yeah. was like, what the? How do you like yeah. hide that? Um. All right. <clears throat> my dad pulled out an old cardboard box full of tapes and popped one into our VHS player. Watch this. He fast-forwarded the tape till about an hour in. I was in disbelief. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. The video showed the copycat neighbors standing at the edge of my parents' bed, shoulder to shoulder. Their smiles were gone. Instead, they had a murderous look on their faces, wrinkled and contorted. They stood there, just watching my parents through the night until the grainy video cut out three hours in. I nearly had a heart attack when I watched the tape the next morning. I was scared and then extremely angry. I grabbed my baseball bat and sprinted over to their house. No one was answering, so I beat their door down. Jesus. That's what he says. Jesus, what did you do to them, I asked. Andrew asked. Me and Andrew. You on the same page. Uh, They were gone. All of their stuff was neatly boxed up in the living room. The BMW was still there, but they were gone and never came back. We filed a police report that day. After we showed them the video, they worked extremely hard to find these people, whoever the hell they were, but there were no leads. The information they used to buy the house and the car was stolen from another couple from Arkansas, and there was nothing else on them. We got the hell out of that neighborhood and moved over here, upstate New York, for peace of mind. I asked them why they waited so long to tell me the story. Remember our old neighbor, Richard Snyder, we were talking about? Uh, Oh, this is mom. Remember our old neighbor, Richard Snyder, we were talking about? Your dad still keeps in touch with him occasionally. Okay. He called last night and told us he has some new neighbors. The third day they were there, they painted their house just like his. (laughs) Chills, 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 chill city, chill city on my body. I fucking love campfire stories. Oh, this is delightful. And I choose to believe it. I'm like, yep, that happened. That's that, that that's definitely a true story. 
Oh. Something about that found footage, like, you yeah. know, just like, oh, just them like sitting and watching you sleep for three hours. This is yeah. why I don't sleep. There's a million reasons I don't sleep. This is now one of them. I'm going to think that my neighbors are going to be at the foot of my bed staring at me while I sleep. Well, uh, I mean, until the neighbors at the foot of the bed, like all the other stuff, like, it's not like you can just call the police and be like, they're copying me. There's <laughs> copycat neighbors. Exactly. Right? Like, oh, they're weird. Like, that's not illegal. I know. But that shit. I mean, I guess you have a little bit of a case with, like, they've never been in our bedroom and they have all the same furniture. That's true. But, but still, that's still, police extremely... will just be like, stop wasting our time. Yeah. They just copied you because they envy you. Yeah. Whatever. Creepy. Oh my gosh. Mm, this this is delicious. I mean, I'm loving it. Look how cute. We're I so know. Cute. This I, marshmallow. It's so cute. I can't wait to eat it. It's going to be a disaster, de- though. Oh, I was going to say delicious. Well, it's going to be delicious, but like really squishy. I'm just going to, I'm just going to go for it. <laughs> I'm just going to swallow. I'm going to do it like a shot. Okay. Okay, here I go. Marshmallow shot. Yeah. Marshmallow shot. Well, that's no. not going to work. It's so, it's so big. I it's got that really big, big one. Hold on. Yeah. Mm hmm. She got it. Ooh, is it just the weirdest, like, texture in the world? <laughs> she's still chewing it. Okay. Yes, my solo showpiece. Uh- anyway, <laughs> oh, she's back. She's back. Um, it was good. It was really good. It was very wet on the outside, but... Oh, like slimy. But, you know... Yeah. There's booze on it, so. Guys, you should try this. Drink with us. This is good. good. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I think I'm ready. I have... Cream liqueur coating my stomach. Mm-hmm. It's working for me. Okay, good. Okay. Okay. Well, this one, I mean, okay, this one's also from Reddit. Uh, the user Leo Da Vinci. Like good D-H, one. Yep. Um, this one, uh, this won a Reddit award uh, for the best single part story of 2016. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they do, you know, they have little awards and stuff like that and this is this is like a one-off story so that's impressive because reddit has a lot of stories oh yeah wow so um this is called the lucienne twins okay putting on my sweatshirt for comfort okay great okay get comfy girl comfy comfy scared get ready i'm so scared all right all right here we go here we go i will never forget the lucienne twins even after 10 years they're still fresh in my memory too fresh It was my first year of teaching when they were in my class. My fresh college diploma was framed on my desk, and I had placed a signed picture of my favorite professor, now deceased, on the wall behind me. In cursive, it read, To Mary, my brightest, that you may teach the world. I watched over my kindergarten class as if they were my own children. But the Lucienne twins were my favorite. There was Abigail, the blonde one with a minuscule nose, and Bridget, shorter with brunette hair. Miss Mary, Abigail would start tugging on my dress before Bridget continued. We were wondering, Abigail would take over, if we could go to the sticker box. Bridget would now speak and take a star. And of course, there was no way I could say no to the couple. They were irresistible from their broken sentences to the heart-shaped lockets they wore that were embossed with their names. I could never imagine something happening to them. But fate follows no rules and something did happen. Word about the car crash spread around the school faster than the ambulance could reach the hospital. It had been at an intersection where a pickup truck had slammed into the side of their compact car on their Friday morning commute. The driver had still been drunk from the night before. The gas tank was immediately ruptured, spewing the right side of the car with fuel, and flames licked up through the back seat. Bridget was strapped into a car seat above them, and rumor was that Abigail watched her twin burn alive. When the fireman freed Abigail, she threw herself onto the still smoldering bones of Bridget, and her sister's red-hot locket branded itself into her earlobe. The body of her single mother survived, but the toll of the lost daughter sickened her soul. Mm -hmm. Abigail returned to class two weeks later. The hair on the right side of her head was singed and was steadily growing back, though the color was darker. A doctor's inspection revealed nothing else wrong with her except a deafness in her right ear. Hushed voices in the school hallways whispered, her eardrum imploded by the sheer loudness of her sister's dying screams. But most unnerving was her sister's name, scarred into the lobe of her deaf ear and surrounded by the outline of the heart-shaped locket. From then on, no student would sit on the right side of Abigail, and I had to rearrange the seating charts to place her next to the wall. 
Abigail seemed content there, in an island of isolation. Before her sister died, they rarely conversed with the other students, and now was no different. In social time, I would hear Abigail talking to the wall in incoherent sentences. "'Abigail, honey, what are you saying?' I asked a week after she returned. "'Oh, Miss Mary,' she said. "'I'm...' Then she would pause waiting. And then we thought... <gasps> Another pause. Silence. And we can, can't we? Oh. "'Sure you can, honey,' I replied, though the exchange made my hair stand on end. She smiled again and cocked her right ear, the deaf one to the wall, pausing again, then speaking. <gasps> she said yes. Then the gibberish continued and the closing bell rang. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> it wasn't until I drove halfway home that I realized the gaps in Abigail's conversation were where Bridget should be speaking. Months passed, and Abigail became even more of an outcast in class. The kindergartners came to forget the disaster, and some students even began bullying Abigail. I revised the seating chart again and moved her close to my desk. "'Miss Mary!' clamored Abigail one day, pulling my dress. She stumbled, and I reached to catch her, but she fell against my professor's portrait on the wall, shattering the protective glass. She picked up the remains, the glass biting deep into her soft palms. She didn't notice. "'I'm sorry, Miss Mary,' she said, and her voice changed tenor. "'We didn't mean to break.' Again, a pitch change. Your picture. Okay. <laughs> I stopped. It was her first complete sentence since the crash. It's okay, I said, holding her. Blood from her hands dripped onto me, but it felt cold, and I rushed to bandage it. I'm sure you will teach the world one day, Miss Mary, she said, her voice continuing the inflections. My heart froze as I read the note on the portrait for the thousandth time. Abigail couldn't read cursive. <gasps> How did you? <laughs> How did you know that? I asked. Bridget told me. She talks to him now, she said, curling her streak of darker hair around her finger. That's not all she tells me. She tells me terrible things sometimes, and I can't stop hearing her. And then she started crying and noticed the glass embedded deep in her hands. She never stops. Her voice elevated to a yell. When I took the picture back, her sentences became broken again, and I moved her on the seating chart away from my desk. Over time, the other students realized Abigail's reaction to old objects. They'd bring her in things that they found in the attic, uh-huh. artifacts from their grandparents, uh, artifacts their grandparents owned, and watched as she cocked her right ear and her sentences became whole or broken when she held them. It became a game to them, listening to the stories she made up. But the effect took an obvious toll on her, and she soon started wearing gloves, even in the dead heat of summer. But one boy, larger than the others, a brute known for his bullying, liked the look on Abigail's face as they pushed artifacts into her squirming palms. He was the quickest to see the fear that she felt when they once gave her an old bullet shell and ran home afterwards to find an old box in his basement his parents had forbade him to open. Inside was his great-grandfather's Nazi uniform, Oh God! a warden at a concentration camp, and he twisted off one of the buttons. The next day he found Abigail on the playground and pinned her against the chain-link fence. He ripped the gloves off and forced the button in her hand, tightly closing her fingers about it. When she began screaming, he only laughed and closed the fist tighter. I reached them too late. When I pulled the boy off of her, She was sobbing uncontrollably, both her hands locked into fists. She dropped the button like it was searing hot, but refused to open the other fist until the paramedics arrived and knocked her out with anesthesia. Only then could they pull her severed right ear out, torn off by her bloody fingernails, with Bridget still written on the lobe. Oh my god. But most terrifying of all was when she screamed. I could hear two voices screaming. Oh! the end i had had chills for the past like 15 minutes oh my god i fucking love that story oh my it takes like 40 turns and like holy shit i was like reading this like by myself in my office and was just like oh my god Good. I love the way they wrote that at the end too, where you're like, they don't just say what she did. That she literally was just like, oh, that she was just like, she's like, that's it, yeah, yeah. Oh my she god, she ripped off her fucking ear. Oh my, she ripped off her own fucking god. ear. God, oh my god, and then the two voices screaming. Oh my god. <laughs> 
That was good. (sighs) I'm so glad you liked it. I was like thinking, I was like, okay, okay. Because your mind just starts going and I was thinking like, oh, maybe both the twins died Mm -hmm. and one of them came back as like an earthbound spirit and that's why her blood was cold. Yeah. But I'm like... But she still bled, though. And, yeah. you know, I just, my mind was just, like, going into I guess it's, places. like, I mean, it's a story. But, like, I was thinking, I was wondering, because now this is, like, the second time I'm really reading it. Like, if something about the cutting, like, mm. really opened it up. Because it's, like, she was communicating with her sister. But then it was, like, her sister was communicating through her. Because yeah. she was finishing the sentences. Yeah, now she was speaking for her sister yeah. as well instead of just listening to her. So, like, the blood opened it up but then whenever she then from then on when she would touch old objects she could channel i guess her sister could channel through her or something right because her sister spoke to people who had already passed like in Mm -hmm. the past and oh my god oh my god of course the grandson of a nazi would be a bully what an asshole what an asshole like the parents kept his uniform in a trunk come on yeah good point they're like don't touch this but let's keep it for 2018 when Nazis are cool again. <laughs> they were definitely Republicans. Oh. oh, my God, Tammy. That was so scary. I think I scared myself a little bit. I think I'm a little scared right now. You scared the stomach ache away from me. Oh, good. My stomach actually feels fine. Mm. And I think it's because I was very distracted. Do you think Do you think it's like I've been saying this about where like I'll, sometimes I'm so stressed out to, that like I've reset. Like yeah. I'm like back on the I'm like zen. Yeah. You know, almost like when you're so hungry, you end up not hungry. Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear something like music? No. Really? What? Never mind. Oh, God. I just heard like a little, it sounded like like a guitar string. Are you fucking kidding me? No. I swear. Okay, hold on. Let's be real quiet. Okay, being quiet was I know, worse. I was scared. Now I'm really more but, scared. Yeah, being, I don't want to hear it. Being anything. quiet was way worse. <laughs> I don't know why I suggested that. I mean, maybe it's maybe it's Nathan. That's true. That's true. Yeah, it could be something from at the other the other room, but my headphones are on. Anyway. <laughs> I like campfire tales and I like hot chocolate with this stuff in it. Yeah, me pumpkin too. spice. Um well I thought um I could do what the what Roz texted to me. Uh-huh. And then if we have time in the end, we could do another yeah, one of your short I stories. Got, this is a super short one, yeah. Um, so this is like perfect because Roz randomly texted me. Um, you all know Roz. She is our drink, off-site bartender. Drink criticizer. <laughs> drink, yeah. <laughs> and by that we mean she tells us how yeah. awful our drinks are. Uh, and she's right. Except Roz, this one's delicious. This one's delicious. One's delicious. You, you might like this one. Um, so she texted me about uh, an experience that her bunk mates had in Big Bear uh, this past weekend. Mm-hmm. She uh, was t- kind of texting me their story, but she also told them, you need to listen to my friend's podcast and you have to email them your story so they can read it. And they said they would, but they haven't yet. So instead of waiting, very, I'm going to just read the text. Very proactive, Amy. <laughs> yeah, Thank you. You're re- Well, I thought, oh my God, it's perfect because we're doing campfire. And oh, yeah. This happened in a cabin in Big Bear. Oh, my gosh. Perfect. Oh, my gosh. This is really recent. So I'm just going to read you the text. Um, she said – well, she's she's British, I but I won't read it. just about to say you did great voices last time. Are you going to do Roz's? <laughs> chip, chip, cheerio. But, uh, <laughs> no, I can't, I can't do Roz's voice because her accent's so pretty. Um, and mine is not. Uh, she wrote <coughs> – excuse me. And how did she spell that? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, R-O-S, Roz. <laughs> H-I, hi. Uh, hi, how are you feeling? Oh, that was very nice of her. Oh. Um, very, feeling much better. Um, I was I was away with the nonprofit uh, this last – okay, so she works for a nonprofit. I was away with the nonprofit this last weekend on their annual retreat. I was staying in a cabin slash dorm with the girls that slept about 20. And guess what? Apparently, it was haunted. No. Two of the girls saw the same ghost in the middle of the night, apparently a man. On the last night, uh, apparently he was going round and trying to shake the bunk beds. I – yeah. <laughs> uh, they said that he was holding on to the ladders to the top bunks and shaking them. But generally, he mostly stood around the room looking at them. What could be more horrifying? What I'm... could be scarier? 
very upset. Thank you. I was so scared. She texted this to me and I was home alone and I was like, I'm so scared, Roz. I'm so scared. (laughs) But it is good. It's so scary. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, fuck that shit. We stayed at Big Bear. Yeah. Wow. I was so high though. You were so high. And then you also... It was so funny. We were sharing a room and you we got in the room. I don't know if it was ju- just you or the or the weed, but you were like, what's that door? Can we close that? Can we make sure that door stays closed? Can oh. we lock it? Can we look through this thing? Okay. I want to be away from this one. I was like, girl, you do you. That was just regular yeah. Amy. <laughs> that was regular me. Although, but I slept that night and that was because of the weed. Yeah, yeah. Normally I would not have slept at yeah. all, but yeah. Oh, I have to check even in my own home. It's a little obsessive compulsive disorder. I mean, what was funny too was I, I was like, well, I didn't notice that tiny bo- door before. Fuck, Amy. Like now I'm worried about yeah, it. Yeah, girl. Like- that's the thing with like renting houses and like cabins. There's a lot of crawl spaces yeah. we might not be aware of. Attics and, and basements. I need to see and- full blueprints before I Airbnb from yeah. now on. I need to see the original blueprints. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it is. Yeah. I've been trying to do these like protection meditations yeah. now. They're guided by like Doreen Virtue, of I course. Love. I know. Hers are really good. And it's like like putting a protective shield around your home so that you're safe. And I'm like – but am I Doreen Virtue? Because mm-hmm. a lot can go wrong. Yeah. A lot. Um, okay. So such as a ghost shaking the ladder of your bunk bed trying to get you out. Uh, okay. So he was holding onto the ladders to the top bunks, shaking them. Generally, he just stood around the room looking at them. They tried to whisper to him to go away, but he didn't. I told them <laughs> they are supposed to be much more authoritative. <laughs> Look at me, the expert. I love it. She wrote that. That's so we cute. should really classify this as a self-help podcast at this point. I mean, look at that. I mean, yeah. Roz was able to protect herself uh-huh. and show the girls what's up. Um, anyway, they draped fabric around their bunk beds to try to keep him out. We were all sleeping on the bottom bunks since there were so many beds. I told them about your podcast, so they're going to listen, and I said uh, that they have to write in. I didn't see a thing, of course, even though I woke up every night needing the bathroom. I didn't know about this until the morning. Oh, so then I texted her, um, how did you like sleep during – like how yeah. – and she said that she didn't know about this until the morning we were packing to leave. I thought they draped the fabric around their bunks for privacy. Oh, yeah. Well, it was but from the ghost, not the rest of us. <laughs> they, are slight, they are slightly older girls who come as peer mentors, so I think they didn't want to freak the younger girls out. Uh. I wish I had known. If I'd woken up at witching hour, I could have looked out for him. But then I would have peed my pants before I made it to the bathroom, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> See, she's one of us. Yep. It does give me a shiver thinking about it. So, yeah, so Roz did not see it, but like, but woke up every night to pee, noticed fabric around these girls' bunk beds to keep him away. That is so fucking scary. I feel, I don't know which is worse though, like seeing or not seeing. I I feel the same way because like, what if there was a shadow? A shadow or like you honest to God have to get up and go to the bathroom and like you draw back that fabric Uh and who's there? Oh my God. Mr. Man shaking your bunk bed. That is so scary. I'm going to need to know the name of this place so that I never go there. I know. I want to ask her the name of it too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I didn't – I honestly, going to Big Bear, I didn't really think about ghosts. I mean, you I did didn't. when I was there with you. Well, maybe oh, you were I was thinking, probably thinking murderers. murderers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I got a little too high. I must have been the altitude plus the weed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it must have been the weed. It must have been my generalized anxiety. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Because I don't do weed often at all because it makes me more paranoid. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just it was just a little too much. A little too much. It's still a delightful trip. Yeah. We'll need a redo. You remember, know? I remember us being out at night just standing in the street like looking up mm-hmm. at the stars. That was so nice. That was really nice. Yeah. Just to have no light pollution and just like – I'm so excited about my camping trip. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's right. I know. See, the good thing about that is you don't have to check basements and crawl spaces and attics. Mm-hmm. It's just you and the ground. Just a and tent, tent, some yeah. trees. No residual energy in a tent. Yeah. Oh gosh, don't think about this podcast episode when you're camping. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I will not be camping. 
I will not be camping ever, probably. I actually did, like, specifically avoid actual camping, like, murder stories, you know? Yeah, Cause I was there like, was a lot. I don't. Oh, I don't need that right now. I read so many scary stories Especially, to get to this one. Because did you – there like in Malibu, very recently, a guy was camping with his two young girls and just got murdered. Yes. Wait, the girls got murdered too? No. Just the dad? Just the dad. And But they think they caught the guy just really? very recently. I did know about that, but for some reason I thought they killed the girls and the dad. I think just the dad. Oh, no. And yeah, in Malibu. It was in Malibu. That's insane. And apparently they caught him. He was he was robbing someplace. So Jesus. I know. Just camping is scary. Great. It's just plain scary. But you're going to be like I got two, doing it right. Two weeks of it. So Also, you're with somebody who's strong enough to, you know, kill someone with his bare hands. Good so, point. You know, I think I feel I think like so. Yeah, well, well we're out. saying that. He definitely listens to this podcast, so. Well, <laughs> I'm just going to say, you're going to protect my girl. <laughs> but by the time this airs, you're already I'll back be from back, camping. I'll be back or dead. Yeah. So, oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Well, this could be a posthumous uh, yeah. podcast. Oh, my so. gosh. Aww. That's why I'll line them all up to upload before I Thank leave. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going to have to bust out that weed anymore to bring it back. Right. Like, please possess my computer. I Aww. don't know how to post podcasts. Bibi, I would never leave you alone. Don't you I'll leave me, girl. You. I'll meet you at Borders. I'll haunt you, girl. Is that a real song? No. Oh, I, it could be. Uh, you want to share that little story? I do. Yeah. I picked this one because it's a shorty. Mm-hmm. Oh, I li- oh, I wrote shorty. Good job, Tammy. Good job, shorty. Good job, Shadai. Shona Bound. Okay, this is another first person story, and it's about kids again. God so. damn it. <laughs> They're already creepy. <laughs> Here we go. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I hate it when my brother Charlie has to go away. My parents constantly try to explain to me how sick he is, that I'm lucky for having a brain where all the chemicals flow properly to their destinations like undammed rivers. When I complain about how bored I am without a little brother to play with, they try to make me feel bad by pointing out that his boredom is likely far surpassed mine considering his confine to a dark room in an institution. I always beg for them to give him one last chance. Of course, they did at first. Charlie's been back home several times, each shorter than the last. Every time without fail, it starts again. The neighborhood cats with gouged out eyes showing up in his toy chest. Mm. My dad's razors found dropped on the baby slide in the park across the street. Ah. Mom's vitamins replaced with bits of dishwater tablets. Dishwasher tablets. (laughs) My parents are hesitant now, using last chances sparingly. They say his disorder makes him charming, makes it easy for him to fake normalcy, and to trick the doctors who care for him (coughs) into thinking he's ready for rehabilitation. That I'll just have to put up with my boredom if it means staying safe from him. I hate it when Charlie has to go away. It makes me have to pretend to be good until he's back. No. Oh. <laughs> I'm getting hot. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm like looking behind me. Such a good, creepy little kid voice. <laughs> Thank you. I hate it and I love it. Gosh, thanks. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you see me uh-huh. having to process yeah. and then it hitting me? Like, I, look, I looked at her and she, her face went through like four phases. It was like, huh? What? Oh, no. What? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. Charlie! <gasps> oh, that was good. God, kids are creepy. Yeah. They're just because they see everything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they feel everything. There's no filter. I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. Twins. Twins can be very creepy. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. happens. It happens. Oh, God. That was good. That was delightful. I just remembered. What? I brought, I brought these special cocktail napkins for today's episode and I forgot to take them out. <laughs> Hang on. It's not too late. She's digging. Look at how cute. Trick or treat. Look at how cute. I have to take a new picture. They're so cute. They don't really go with your adorable, like, vintage teacups, but. That's all right. I just thought, hey, you know, we'll keep it. These are so freaking cute. They're so cute. I got them at um, Home Goods, the new one in Studio City. I'm kind of obsessed. Love me a Home Goods. I love Home Goods. Oh, there we go. I still have. 
took uh, a picture. This is this is delightful. Oh, I'm so terrified. That's so good. Oh gosh! And now we have another episode to record after this. We do. Actually, we're having like a marathon record session today because yeah. Tammy's going to be out of Sorry. town for a while. I'm just wondering how the heck I'm going to survive knowing that I'm not going to be talking or seeing you. I know. I'm going to well, be like the twin. I'm just going to be like pretending that I hear your voice. <laughs> like, oh what, no! What topic should we choose next? Yeah, that's really scary. <laughs> you too. Okay. Okay, you take that one. That's a good drink. Okay, great, great. <laughs> and tomorrow I'll be like, oh, God, why? Come yeah, on. Yeah. Just want a normal wife. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just start calling Tuesday Tammy. and uh... Perfect. I'm, he doesn't know what's going on anyway. Yeah, he's fine. It's a, it's a T word. He'll respond. Yeah. Uh, this was so much fun. Guys... Uh, we still want like spooky stories. Yeah, just keep sending them, guys. Please. I would, I would love campfire stories too. I it doesn't know. have to. I, I, we love hearing your true experiences, but you know, yeah. But if you like our little radio plays that we yeah. just did with these stories, yeah, um, write a creepy, creepy kid one, and I'll, I'll use my creepy kid voice, I guess. And I'll you, uh, wait, yeah, write a Seinfeld. What yeah. happens? Yeah. Do Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld talking oh. to a kid? I mean, uh, what's the? Why don't you just uh, send us uh, your stories? And oh, that was I, cute. I hate it when my uncle Jerry goes away. <laughs> Charlie! <laughs> Charlie! <laughs> oh, um, please, please send us your stories. You can email us at upghostandpersonal at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at Banshees and Booze. And follow us on Twitter, which I actually have not logged in uh, for like months. It's Banshees mm, Booze. Yep. Um, follow us and maybe we'll check our Twitter yeah, account. You know what? If you were to follow us, I'm sure we'd be inspired to actually tweet. Yeah. This you know is what? On you. Followers first, tweet second. <laughs> Thank you. And this is how it works. <laughs> we're so good at social media. Oh, I Googled an article, how to get more followers on social media. And it was like, after two minutes, I was like, nope, too overwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we just have to do something that goes viral and just like count on that. <laughs> yeah, Whoops, I just exactly. punched my microphone. Um, thanks, guys, and um, uh, have a happy and safe Halloween. Yeah, dresses your favorite slutty ghosts, mm-hmm, your favorite slutty podcasters, uh, or your favorite slutty marshmallow. I'm just naming yeah. objects I'm looking at right okay, now. Okay, great. Your favorite slutty tablecloth. Your favorite slutty napkin. <laughs> That has ghosts on it. This is a cute napkin. It is cute. Um, and Tammy. Yes, Amy. If you see a ghost. Rip your own damn ear off. <laughs> I would. I probably would. I absolutely would. I'd be would. so scared. I don't need this thing. No. Hey, Amy. Yes, Tammy. If you see a ghost. Uh, scare it off with your Jerry Seinfeld accent. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. It's now, gone. Now I just sound like my Aunt you've, Yolanda. You've been dispossessed <laughs> by Jerry Seinfeld. I had it and I lost it. It was going to happen. Ha- <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you.